Hey, 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 beautiful heart. What is vibin' today? This is Dr. Danae Arias. I'm a metaphysician, also known as the Awakening Doctor. Welcome to Cosma, my podcast on awakening and self-mastery. This community that I'm creating is all about self-mastery. Why? The most important relationship you will ever have is you with you. The most important conversations you will ever have is your inner dialogue with you. You matter. That's what I want to talk about today. I want to break down just a little bit. This is such a huge, huge topic. And it's one that my community and I talk about all the time. Why? Because it affects every area of your life. So your self-talk. Many of you guys know me as the creator of YCAL. Your cells are listening. And that is one piece of my brand. But it is a huge, huge piece. And it rolls right into, goes hand in hand with Cosma um, and self-mastery. How is that? Why is that? Well, if you do not know the purpose of a thing, Abuse is inevitable. So if you don't know the purpose of ego, of personality, of soul, then abuse is inevitable. You will emotionally, mentally, sometimes physically, um, abuse yourselves by the words that you use, the beliefs that you hold. Um, the feelings that you have, the way that you think, react, respond, all of those play a role. They're playing out every minute of the day. So let's go back a little bit. How did we get to that critical self-talk? You guys know what I'm talking about. That inner dialogue that is very critical. It's steeped in the five human habits. For those of you who have been following me for a long time, you know those five human habits like the back of your hand. For those of you that are new, welcome, welcome. Pull up a chair, get a beverage, a snack, whatever you need, get comfy. We're going to break this down. And welcome. You are welcome here in this space. Everybody is welcome in this space. This is a no judgment zone. This is a no five human habits zone. So what is that inner dialogue, that inner critic? How do you know when you're entertaining that? If that inner dialogue towards yourself, because right now, We're just going to talk about you. We're not talking about with anybody else. But if that inner dialogue is judgmental, filled with guilt, shame, condemnation, blame, and gossip. And what do you mean gossip, Danae? 
What are you t- I don't gossip about myself in my head. Really? Let's talk about that for a moment. Gossip is something that goes around. There's no real facts into it. It didn't pass the three sieves test. What is the three sieves test? Well, it's a psychological, philosophical, um, I guess metaphor would be the easiest way uh, to see it. But it comes from Socrates and so much wisdom there. But anyways, if we perform the three sieves test before speaking out, and yes, this is um, in this context, it's talking about speaking outwardly to somebody else. I want to bring it home first with us. So you can do this three sieves test within yourself. Is this dialogue, does it pass these tests? The first test, before you say a word about yourself or anybody else, take a moment to reflect carefully on what you wish to say by pouring your words, your thoughts, through the three special sieves. The first sieve is the sieve of truth. Are you absolutely sure, without any doubt, that what you are about to tell yourself is true? Let's pause there for a moment. We got to define truth. Just because you've had this program playing for years on repeat doesn't mean it's truth. Beliefs aren't truth. They're only a belief because you keep thinking them and believing them to be so. They can always be changed. And I will always guide you back to yourself and ask you to look at your beliefs. So, first sieve, are you absolutely sure it's truth? And if not, then okay, let's go to the second sieve. Are you going to tell yourself something good about yourself and your situation? If your answer is no, or I'm not sure, Stop, and then let's do the third one. This is the sieve of usefulness. Is what you are going to tell yourself going to be useful? Useful in, is it going to uplift you? Is it going to help you? Is it going to get you on the right track, looking at the now moment and forward, not into the past. And if your answer is, well, no, not so much, then you've got to say to yourself, okay, well, what I'm about to tell myself is neither true, nor good or positive, nor useful. Why am I going to have this conversation with myself? It's um, something that we should be doing all the time, especially in those moments when we want to just sit in self-pity or all of that old inner dialogue of, I'm stupid, 
I can't get this right. I always make mistakes, you know, whatever. That's the self-talk that needs to stop. Here comes a truth bomb. Whether you realize it or not doesn't take away the truth of the matter. If you're having things going awry in your life, illness, dis-ease, broken relationships, lack in finances, uh, feeling stuck, a lot of resentment, anger, doubt, all of those are signs of limiting beliefs. The physical aspects are literally a physical expression of the inner, of that inner dialogue, of the things that are written on your cells. Your cells are listening. They're listening to everything you think and feel about yourself and that you say about yourself. Your cells are like little scribes. They are constantly recording everything. They're not judging. They're just recording. They take it in. It gets stored on your cellular level. And if you continue in that self-sabotage, self-destructing pattern with allowing that inner dialogue to run amok and really focus and fester on the lack and all the negative, then guess what? That's what's going to outpour or show up in your life. All diseases can be traced back to emotions, emotional energy, thought energy. We can say it in so many different ways. What I, how I say it is, what you feel, you make real. What you think about, you bring about. There is so much power in your mind. Now, this journey is about harnessing that power, getting it to be your launching pad into the life that you want. There's no hocus pocus. There's no magic spells. None of that. It's getting to know yourself aright. We were all born into this 3D realm that I call the matrix. It's the plane of existence. This 3D realm is where we came to practice and learn. We learned everything human. We learned everything opposite of our true nature. So you inherently know, you just may not consciously remember, but you inherit, inherently know at a soul level that you are a being of love. Now you come into the matrix and you were taught so many different things via your senses, your human senses, touch, taste, smell, hearing, and seeing. The first seven years of your life, your brain is in theta state. What does that mean? 
And why is that so important to understand? Theta state is a state of constant record mode. So the first seven years of our lives, we were taking in data, so to speak, energetic data from all of our senses with no way to regulate it or fully understand it. Um, The metaphor or the comparison I use for this is um, going back to the 80s, there was a movie called Johnny Five. And this was a robot that was obviously it was created. um, And there was a lightning strike. So I really compare this movie to the journey of awakening and how we're going on in life in the 3D. And then all of a sudden, something unexpected, like a lightning strike, a tower moment, whatever you want to call it, happens. And then all of a sudden, we wake up to our own BS. We start realizing truths. And in the movie, Johnny Five, with this lightning strike, he comes alive. Um, And what does that mean? All of a sudden, he craves knowledge. And he starts taking in at lightning speed everything on the TV, what he's seen, the books, all of that. And he's just like more input, more input, taking in all the input, but there's nothing in the background to discern that input or kind of what to do with it. So he goes on this overload mode and kind of loses himself. That's what happens with us. So those first seven years, and it does continue, but after those first seven years, we start other things start to kick in. Um, but what's happened in those first seven years, we started filing away um, in the crevices of ourselves, uh, the crevices of our consciousness, however you want to say it, all of that data. And remember, everything is energy. So during those first seven years, you didn't have the capacity to fully understand the energy that you were picking up on. So those create programs and automatic inner dialogues. As you go through life, certain situations happen that may feel familiar in the past. And again, this can play out subconsciously. So you might not be totally aware of it in the moment. You meet somebody, a situation happens, and all of a sudden you're in familiar feelings. Thoughts kind of get confused or jumbled because now all of a sudden there's like this inner warning, um, this trigger going off. And that sets, it's like hitting the the play button or the replay button. And all of a sudden you know, you're back in childhood in your bedroom, upset because you got in trouble or somebody said something or whatever it is. The point is there's an inner dialogue that comes up. You know it well, and it's unique to you. It was created out of all those different experiences that you were subject to but didn't have the capacity to fully understand. So a whole different program and dialogue gets written. I call it the survival mode. We are taught to push down our intuition. We were taught not to trust it. 
This in turn leads into this inner dialogue that there's something wrong with us. We're not okay. People can't accept us just how we are. Or people have made us feel like we're always wrong. That gaslighting, things like that. That's how the programming starts. That's why today, whatever age you are, something triggers you or uh, yeah, basically triggers you. And all of a sudden you find yourself going down that path of that old inner dialogue. Sometimes it can be hard to stop that momentum. And while it can be hard, it doesn't mean it's impossible because it's not. You absolutely can do it. It's not going to happen overnight. Not going to lie about that at all. It's a process. Your critical inner dialogue didn't happen overnight. This has taken years to perfect. And basically it is on autopilot. So give yourself some grace. You're not going to get it right every single time. You're not supposed to. Mistakes, for me, they're an opportunity to learn. When we can learn something new every day, we are in continual growth. And that's an amazing place to be. Many of us shy away from mistakes. We freak out if we think we're going to make a mistake or if we get called out because we made a mistake. That right there will trigger a whole other dialogue. Let me just talk about that for a minute. Why does that happen? Let's go back to childhood. So, back in the day, something as as innocent as this scenario that I'm going to talk about can happen. And remember, your brain's in theta state, so it's just recording the energy that's being put out. So there's a child, a younger child, maybe a toddler. Toddlers are curious. They're meant to be that way. And let's say there's, whether it's a hot stove or a hot iron, you know, let's just use the iron. Let's say you're ironing your clothes um, and you put the iron down and here comes your toddler, very curious, wants to touch it, reaches out to touch that hot iron. You see what's what's about to happen and that adult freaks out, whether you, you know, your parents and in this situation, it would have been whatever adult at that moment with you. They scream, don't touch that. What do you think you're doing? Don't do that. Or, you know, however it comes across. What happens immediately? The child shrinks back. It starts to cry. It gets scared. All of a sudden, the energy has shifted. There's energy behind those words. The adult in that moment was doing it out of love, protection, and fear that the child would get hurt, but that's not how it came across to the child. It came across to the child as you're bad, you're wrong, you know, and and depending on how the adult handled the rest of that interaction will depend on, you know, what 
that inner dialogue looks for you. But that's what I mean by innocent type of situations that create emotional trauma. There's no one to blame. Um, We want to stay out of blame. It just, it is what it is. And now in our adult life, it's our responsibility to look at all of this programming, look at all of these beliefs and ask ourselves, is this really serving me? Do I still believe this? If I make a mistake, I'm going to survive. It'll be okay. It was an opportunity to learn and grow and do something different. Or do you fall back into that, I'm afraid to make a mistake, so I'm not going to do it. Or I made a mistake and oh my gosh, I am, I'm bad. I'm not worthy. I'm such a mess up, blah, blah, blah. And go down that whole road that you don't need to go down. So this is the type of self-talk I'm referring to. And it really is 100% self-sabotage. And if you keep having that inner dialogue with yourself that is dense, heavy, full of judgment, doubt, anxiety, fear, ridicule, what have you, you will continue to have those experiences show up in your life. If you're not liking what you're receiving in life or experiencing, and guys, don't think that you get reach a certain level and life becomes perfect and you never have any issues. That's a lie. Not It's not even truth. You do evolve and you start to understand and see these challenges for what they are and their opportunities to leave the past behind and to grow. And you welcome those because you know it's part of your self-mastery. Then life starts showing up for you. It gives you back the same energy that you're putting out. So if you're stopping yourself from that self-sabotage and not putting out that energy, then those situations fall away by their own weight. What does that mean? That means they truly were appearances. And they started to fall away on their own weight because you were not focusing on them like you used to. You weren't having a conversation about them like you used to. You took away the energy and power. So this always is you with you and starts with you. So many times we fall into that trap. Oh, I love myself. I've been working on myself. I'm in a great place. Now my life would be great if so-and-so would only do this, if so-and-so would do this, or if I'd get validation here. That's right back into that altered ego personality, monkey mind. Those three are all the same um, mentality. And it's a trap to keep you from moving forward. Why? Because... You're looking outside of you for validation. That's where we always go wrong. But it's part of our personality. Now, our personality, that was what the purpose of ego was for, to develop our personality, how we want to show up in the world. Now that we're on the awakening path and we've learned about energy, we've learned about the human consciousness and 
Christ consciousness or, you know, higher consciousness, whatever you want to call it, we know the difference between 3D and 5D. This is where that rub comes in. This is where we start to trip up because we were taught and we learned how to survive in the matrix. The matrix is a counterfeit and the opposite of true divinity and true purpose. The matrix love is conditional. It's 3D. It's based, it's outwardly based, and it's designed for hurt and pain. Why? Because it's based on things outside of you, and people can change. 5D love, unconditional love. has none of the human habits of 3D love. 3D love is all about the judgment, guilt, condemnation, blame, shame, and gossip. There is none of that in 5D love. 5D love is full of grace, love, happiness, joy, compassion, understanding. And there's a big difference. We can get caught up in thinking that the 3D love that we've experienced that is so painful is true love and that that's all there is, when in fact it's not. That's 3D, and there's no truth in that at all. But those times of hurt and pain eventually drive you to go within. Because the only way out of all of this is to go within, to look at this inner dialogue that you have going on and ask yourself, where do I need to change this? Where am I not being loving, kind, and gracious with myself? Where do I need to have more compassion with myself? That's why this is the most important conversation you will ever have. Because it's you with you. Your self-talk determines your outcome, determines your experiences. The secret was great, but the secret didn't give you the secret. It missed that part. The true design We both, we both, we all have masculine and feminine energy. I'm sure you've heard it. You may not know how that plays out or what that really means. Masculine and feminine energy. The masculine side of life is the intellect. It's the thoughts. That's masculine in nature. It's action. It's creation. The feminine side of life, that's the love, and that comes from the emotional body. They're designed to work together. The intellect, the masculine side of life, comes up with an idea or a concept. By divine design, it's to drop into the heart so the feminine energy can look at that and say, okay, Let me bring the love. Is this loving, kind, useful, helpful? 
And then sends that energy out from the feeling side of life. The feminine side, the feeling side, the emotional body is the magnetic side of life. You magnetize to you the same frequency or energy that you're emitting. You emit that with your feelings and your thoughts. So your thoughts alone do not change your reality. You have to have what I call the thought form. Thoughts and then a feeling that rises up to match that thought. That is the dynamic duo. Unfortunately, many of us miss that for a great number of years in our life. Why? Because we've bought into the whole matrix that that's real. Let me talk about a matrix law that I'm sure all of you have probably heard of. If you have, and if you've said this in your past or gone by this, I know I did for a while, you are going to want to let it go, release it, don't bring it back up, and Give yourself forgiveness and love. That is Murphy's Law. Yep. The law of whatever can go wrong shall go wrong. See, the universe doesn't decipher. It doesn't, it's not saying, oh, this person is focusing on all that they don't want to happen. So then let's give them opposite of that. Eh, wrong. Nope, that's not how it works. The universe is always conspiring in your favor to bring you exactly what you want. But this is where our human consciousness and our personality gets very slippery and lazy. We're not disciplined in our self-talk and self-mastery because the universe, like I said, it's always conspiring in your favor if you allow it. So if you're sitting there talking about Murphy's Law and what could go wrong will go wrong, absolutely that's what you're going to get back. If you're focused on what you don't want, you're going to get more of what you don't want because the universe is not sitting there going, oh, they don't want that. Let me give them the opposite. No, that's dual-minded. That's that whole concept of good and bad, um, where the universe conspiring in your favor, when you're not focused on what you don't want to happen, but you put your thoughts and feelings and energy into what you want, what you want to happen, the universe is going to go out there, find that and bring it back to you. We mess it up all the time. How? We can get very intentional, send out the thoughts and feelings, speak those words of what we want, but then something in life happens and all of a sudden we're thinking back on all that we don't want. Or even if nothing happened, you could sit there and have your intentions and yes, this is what I want. I feel into it. I know this is coming. And then, you know, 30 minutes later, be double-minded. Oh, how's this going to come? I don't know if it's going to come. Am I asking too much? You just robbed yourself of that blessing. You've stopped everything that you put into action because now you're not clear. 
Now you're in duality. Now doubt is coming up. Doubt is poison to manifesting. Doubt doubt is the ugly stepchild of fear. Fear is false evidence appearing real. And guys, I'll be honest with you. You keep listening to this. You follow me. You get into my community. Essentially, you keep hanging out with me. Your life will absolutely change. Because you'll learn to speak different. You'll learn to think different. You'll start bringing joy and laughter into your life, no matter what your background is. I'm living, walking proof of everything that I teach and preach. I know it's possible because I did it. When all the odds were stacked against me, I got stubborn. I fought back and I said, no, this is not how my life is supposed to be. Show me what I need to know. You need to be committed to yourself. You need to want to change your life. If you have big dreams, you want to live an amazing life, that's awesome. Dream big. I will always encourage you to dream big. And if you're not dreaming big enough, when you think it's easy, go bigger then. Your dream's not big enough. It all starts with you. And your self-talk is so vitally important. Ask yourself, how are you choosing to talk to yourself today? No matter what goes on, no matter what mistakes you've made, are you beating yourself up? Or are you forgiving yourself and saying, you know what? I love me. Oops, that was a mistake. But you know what? I learned from it. I'm that much better now. I'm growing. That was an opportunity for me to grow. And I'm here for it. In every moment, you have the choice to complain, to worry, to fester. But you also have the choice to choose to be happy on purpose, to know that everything is always working out for you, and to turn it over to your higher self, God, you know, whatever your belief system is. There is no right or wrong. Only in the 3D is that message preached. And only thinking that way makes it so. I challenge you today to think differently, to speak differently to yourself. If you're new to this, start out small. Depending on where you're at, on your path, if you can do it for five minutes, that's awesome. Take it. It's five minutes more than you gave yourself yesterday to be gracious and loving with yourself. Start wherever you're at and then build upon it. Remember, in every moment, you have a choice. What you think about, you bring about. And what you feel, you will make real. All right, guys. 
I hope you got something out of that today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for allowing me to speak life and love into you. Until next time, I am sending you oceans and oceans of love from my heart to yours. Alakai, Alakai, Alakai.